Welcome to Policy Today, thoughtful discussion of current issues vital to the future prosperity of Washington State, produced by the Washington Research Council. Hello, this is Mary Strau with the Washington Research Council. I'm pleased to be joined today by State Representative Dan Christensen, who is the Republican leader in the State House of Representatives. Um, I'm here in his office in the Capitol. We're in the middle of session, so we're going to keep this quick for you. But I did want to talk to you today about, um, mainly about education issues. Um, So I'd like to start off, Representative Christensen, with the issue of charter schools. Um, We know that the state Senate passed recently um, a charter school bill that would address the recent state Supreme Court ruling, controversial ruling, that charter schools are unconstitutional. Um, It was pretty much, although not completely, a party-line vote. What do you think the chances are of it, now that it's over in the the House, where there's more opposition... um, of it getting a committee hearing and then getting onto the floor. Well, I'm, I'm pleased that it got out of the Senate. I will say this, that it's, you're correct, it's gonna have a larger challenge in the House. Um, we've already been told by the chair, she's already alluded to the fact that uh, is not interested, was not interested in hearing the House version of this bill and that would reassess based on, you know, her position that is, based on what comes out of the Senate. Um, now that uh, it is coming over here and she is going to have an opportunity to take a look at that, now it's time to put the pressure on. You know, this is, a, it, especially in her district of all people, um, in the inner cities and in the Seattle area, that's where the charter schools were actually really needed. And it's done a phenomenal job of providing a great education for these kids where the public school system just had some problems there. And so our, my caucus is very supportive of this. We're going to continue to work hard to get this bill passed. We believe that charter schools are a very important piece to the puzzle of, of education in the state of Washington. And it provides, you know, it's not the fix-all to every situation in education, but I, I do believe that there are situations, as has have been seen, frankly, around the United States, where charter schools have been a just a tremendous positive impact on our public school system to help kids and the final outcomes, getting the best outcomes for our students possible. Right, and um, as our listeners know, we've looked at some of the studies that have been done that show that they charter schools are actually the most effective in urban areas among the low-income minority and English language learner students, the, the ones who are probably not being served the best by the public school system. Um, now, Representative Eric Pettigrew, who's a Democrat, has been come out quite strongly in support of um, enacting some kind of fix that would allow these charter schools con- to continue. Do you think um, his position on that might help get the legislation moved along in the House? Well, it's not only Representative Pettigrew, but there are several other Democrats, members of the leadership team, Democrat House leadership team, that are actually on the House version of the bill. And uh, it's actually Representative Pettigrew's seatmate is the chair of the committee, the K-12 Education Committee, that's hearing this. So you've got a little bit of a difference of opinion even within the legislative district on this. And I guess that's what I find ironic is how important a piece uh, charter schools have been to that particular legislative district where you've got one legislator not only was the prime uh, sponsor of the original piece of legislation before the initiative ever passed, 
is a proponent of charter schools, and then you've got the other member of that of the house. The other house member happens to be the chair of the education committee that's opposed to it, and so it's it's. I'm sure it's been a little awkward, you know, within the district. But I think there's without a shadow of a doubt the evidence shows that the students that uh, have the charter schools available to them in that legislative district and others, it's been a fantastic success, overwhelmingly. And to the fact that okay, people will say, well, there's only 1,300 students that are involved so far. This, is, this was a pilot project, and we've seen pilot projects around the United States that have been very successful. Some have not, but overwhelmingly here in Washington State, it's been a, it's been a great success story. And I think that uh, you know, if we can have uh, uh, Representative Pettigrew and other members of the Democrat caucus that feel passionate about this issue, I know we've got the votes for it without a shadow of a doubt. I know the com combination is there to pass this, but ultimately uh, how the system works is you've got the chair of the committee has the power to not hear a bill, not consider a bill. You've got the Speaker of the House has the ability to either reroute the bill somewhere else, take it straight to appropriations, put it somewhere else. There's different options. The question is, do they have the will to do this? I hope they do. Okay, that's interesting that they do. There are the votes, but as you said, there's a, a process to be gone through. All right, so we'll have to wait and see about that. Um, the second issue I wanted to talk with you about, just in very general terms, is the issue of McCleary. Um, now, there has been the, the governor's work group was meeting all during the interim. Um, I was kind of surprised by the reaction at the AP legislative preview when everyone thought that, or was assuming that there was going to be some grand fix this year, when of course this is a, it's a short legislative session. Number one, um, it's a supplemental budget year. And also there's there are so many more really complex, it's not just a matter of come up with the money and then send it off to the districts. It's a variety of, of issues that we're going to be uh, exploring in more depth. Um, so what do you think, first of all, what do you think about this legislation uh, that includes a plan to sort of get us going? And I know you've spoken about the need for getting more concrete data, how much exactly we need to spend um, to so that the state can assume the full responsibility for basic education funding in terms of teacher salaries. Uh, what's your sense of how that's, that's uh, what chances it has of passing this year? Well, the, um, there's going to be some discussion on that actually later on today and tomorrow. Uh, there, we believe we have um, a version of the bill that's going to pass not only out of the Senate but out of the House. They're bipartisan efforts. We will be dealing with uh, 2336, I believe, is the House bill. We're going to be considering that on the floor on Monday. It, um, it has bipartisan support. There are some concerns we have about it. You know, the the when we were set with the task by the governor's office and through the court decision to look into how we can solve this, as we started looking into the information necessary to how we're going to properly fund education um, and the over reliance on our local levies, we were given some information that wasn't quite accurate. And so, and when that became quite evident through this last interim when the study group was going through things, and we started sniffing around, realizing. In many cases, it's not even close to accurate, and that the, so the piece of legislation that that we're going that's bipartisan in its support is going to require all 295 school districts to provide us with all the information related to what percentage of their local levy dollars is actually going towards specifically the cost of basic education. The numbers we were giving that we were given were much much higher than what we found to be true in some cases. And so without that, the, that data from all the school districts, we're talking that this could be a billion or two difference of dollar amounts required to get the same job done. 
you know, and for us, it's that billion dollars or so is the difference between this, uh, you know, living within existing resources or are we going to have to, is there going to be a fight over going to the taxpayers for more money? It's real money. It's your money. You know, as the citizens of the state, we want to get this right. It's not a simple solution. It's complicated. It's steering away from a system that's been in place for decades. Uh, but we want to solve the problem, but we want to do it right first and foremost. We don't want to expedite it just to meet some deadline. We want to make sure whatever we do, we do it properly. Yeah, that's interesting. I wasn't aware of that, that there were some real questions about, okay, and the, and the members found that out throughout the course of their work. That's correct. Yeah, we were given certain percentages of the local levies were going towards higher towards the paying of basic education. That number we were given was a much higher percentage uh, that we were told was the accurate number. So we did some fishing around amongst the local school districts to find out in many cases it was substantially less. Uh, and so that's information that's important to us. We don't want to raise anybody's taxes. And if we can live within existing resources and provide a world-class education system that gives the best outcomes to the kids in the state of Washington, that's our goal. Yeah, well, and that, uh, as you say, that would be a huge difference, as you say, between living with doing, ex using existing funds and then having to seek other revenues. Um, so, and then once that is completed, from what I understand, at least if, if what happens in the, what it says in the bill actually happens, that that report would be done by November of 2016, and then presumably, now, a lot of complicated issues, but then next session would be the session where you'd really tackle the, this final implementation of McCleary. Right. And that's, you know, we've got a, a implementation where we're supposed to start impl impl implementation of this whole process by 2018. And, but to do that, we need the information so that we can make the correct decisions going into the long session of 2017. Since we don't have that information yet, uh, that'll be worked on during the interim. We'll still have a gr that same group that's been meeting over the course of this last year. We'll continue meeting throughout the interim. They will also then be uh, taking that data that's been given to them, and then we'll start looking at, okay, with that new data, what does it really mean in hard dollars? What does it really mean in the decisions we're going to have to make with respect to our over-reliance on local school levies, um, dealing with all the 295 school districts, school boards, local elected officials, where everybody, where all these districts are currently in their current levy processes. Um, we understand, you know, without a shadow of doubt, this is going to be very complicated, but something's got to be done. And so our goal then is by next year is to have where we start, uh, you know, showing here's how we are going to do this. And then we, we, we start moving forward. All right. Well, thank you very much, Representative Christensen, and um, good luck with the rest of session. Thank you very much, Mary. Okay. Bye-bye. Policy Today is a production of the Washington Research Council, dedicated to providing timely, credible research and policy analysis supporting economic vitality and private sector job creation. For more information, go to researchcouncil.org.